Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning into the Becker's Healthcare podcast series. I'm Brian Zimmerman, Senior Director of Client Content Strategy with Becker's Healthcare. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Jason Strauss, President of SCA. Most of you will know SCA as an ASC management company. While ASC has remained the company's core business, it has evolved to be much more. Today, SCA describes itself as experts in specialty care. They're supporting physician specialists in many aspects of patient care, including creating connections to patients, practice solutions, value-based care models, and more. Jason has built his career with SCA over the last 12 years. Prior to ascending to his current role, he served as SCA's chief operating officer. Prior to SCA, he was director of revenue reporting at Health South for the inpatient, outpatient, and surgery divisions. Jason earned a Bachelor of Science in Finance from the University of Alabama and a Master of Science in Finance from Boston College. Jason, we're so excited to hear more about how the ASC industry has evolved. So I want to start with our first question, if that's all right with you. Sounds great. All right. So, so what growth are you seeing in the market as more and more cases migrate to the ASC space? It's a it's a great question, and I'd say as we are seeing what's happening and evolving in the, the markets, we're seeing more and more procedures that have historically been inpatient-based or HOPD-based uh, transitioning into an, an ambulatory in, environment. And if you kind of step back and reflect on the last 18 months of uh, the COVID pandemic and just how surgery centers and the AAC industry played a role at the state and federal level, I think it has opened the eyes from a regulatory standpoint of what can be done safely and at a high quality basis in the, the AAC space. Uh, and for us as SEA, we've grown and innovated from being only a ambulatory surgery center company to supporting, uh, we, we say, physician specialists, so our surgeons and proceduralists, and, and that comes in, in a myriad of forms through um, co-investing in practice relationships and helping to, to build the practices. It comes in the form of a partnership and a bundled payment company that we can get into here in a moment. Uh, it comes in the form of a surgical concierge business called Surgical Management Solutions that we started in, in the late 2020 that goes direct to self-insured employers. And, and ultimately, our goal is to support our, our specialists and our patients in a lot of different ways, uh, not solely through our traditional surgery center, surgical hospital, or office-based lab partnerships. Well, thank you, Jason. I, I think I want to home in on um, sort of your point around there's really, really has been sort of a paradigm shift in, in what we see from a regulatory standpoint, what what procedures are, are possible to be done in, in the ASC space, right? So I'm curious then if you could talk specifically about, you know, what specialties um, provide the greatest future opportunity in, in ASCs. Um, wh- where do you see that happening? Sure. So one of the, the, the areas that we're focused on is on cardiology and, and vascular procedures. Uh, and we've got several partnerships today, both on the practice, the ASC and the OBL side. And the, the reality is, if you look at claims data from the various Medicare and or commercial plans, roughly 98, 99% of that spend is occurring in uh, a hospital-based uh, location, and so it's an it's an opportunity for us to work with health plans or health system partners to create a- ambulatory locations. 
the next, it, which um, has been continuing to build and grow, uh, is just total joints, spine procedures, and just technology continues to evolve from a, a pain uh, standpoint to, to make more and more patients uh, clinically eligible to have have those procedures done. And the, the reality is there's still a tremendous amount of what I think the ASC industry would consider bread and butter procedures that are still occurring in hospital um, locations and, and see that still as a tremendous opportunity uh, in gastroenterology, ophthalmology. And, and so I think as we continue to think about markets, how do we create the right strategic relationships with health plans, primary care groups, and or health systems to really create uh, the high value ambulatory ecosystem that creates savings to the healthcare system and as our partners, physician, health system, or health plan are transitioning that care, kind of create value for all the partners that we relate to. Excellent. And, and you laid out a really a, a broad swath of opportunities there. But but to your point, it's really about you know pinpointing the, those op- opportunities where ASCs can really bring value, right? Correct. And bringing value to ultimately our our country and our healthcare system is. Uh, the, the cost of healthcare continue to take up more and more of our, our GDP at 18 or 19 percent of our country's GDP. So h- how do we, um, with our relationships in a given geography, help to reduce the, the rising cost of, of healthcare and um, you know, reinvest in our physicians, our clinical teammates, uh, and into the communities to ultimately serve our patients and, and providers in the best way possible. Great, great. So I'm actually curious now, Jason, you know, what are you hearing from physician specialists? You know, what are their needs um, amid all these shifts and all these great opportunities? What 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 are their greatest needs and, and how can they best be supported? Great question. I, I think it the consistent theme that we're hearing from physician specialists across the country is a couple fold. First is looking for something larger to, to be a part of, so stability in some way, shape, or form. Um, and, and again, I think the the pandemic highlighted um, and and or exacerbated uh, what many specialists had been potentially feeling, uh, which is if I'm part of a smaller practice, what does the future potentially look like, and how do I maintain the clinical autonomy, the entrepreneurial spirit, and become part of something larger to create a way to reinvest and have capital uh, and connectivity into the right strategic relationships. So I think first and foremost, uh, something larger in stability. Second, uh, I would point to is looking for uh, guidance and or partnership to navigate connecting to primary care groups. Uh, In 2017, SEA partnered with Optum, which is part of United Health Group, and Optum has um, many primary care physicians across the country. And what we've learned as a leadership team is how to connect to uh, both Optum and non-Optum primary care groups to help them understand how working with our specialists that are going to uh, lower cost sites of care for the clinically appropriate patients can create value for those primary care groups that often are also taking risk on Medicare, Medicaid, and or commercial 
patients. And then um, the, the buzzword in the industry is value-based care. Uh, what does that mean? How do we help physicians navigate that with the health plans? And um, a lot of that was, was prompting our uh, partnership and investment into Global One that is a, a bundled payment company that has been in existence for uh, over a decade and has tremendous results and leadership from uh, Scott Leggett, who's one of the co-founders, and Mike Caponetto, um, and we wanted to invest in, in Global One to help eliminate barriers to ultimately driving um, a, a form of value-based care, which is ultimately a bundled payment to our surgeons and proceduralists across the country. So those three buckets there, thinking about those, the, the, the sort of guidance and, and partnership to have that connectivity uh, with primary MDs, practice stability, as you sort of mentioned at the top there, and then, of course, value-based care, how do, how do we help physicians navigate this? I all sort of beg the question, how does the industry address these needs? Yeah, and the, the industry addressing the needs is, is what um, has really prompted our evolution to address what, what we're calling and a lot called the, the specialty care continuum. Um, and so there's kind of, I put it into five categories. So there's side of service. So that's our surgery centers, our surgical hospitals, and our office-based labs. So how do we continue to improve upon uh, the great clinical outcomes and the value we're creating inside in of service? And as more procedures become eligible through CMS and or other um, technology advances that we're helping physicians transition um, clinically and comfortably the, those, those patients. The second is <clears throat> practice solutions. And so one of the things that we've done over the last several years is partner with practices to help them grow and to, be, to get to scale. And, and so one of those examples is in, in Colorado, we, we partnered with the orthopedic centers of, of Colorado. It was 40, 50 orthopedic surgeons in the, the Denver area. And over the past two years, we've grown from around 50 surgeons to over 90 physicians, including uh, an anesthesia uh, division that's now part of our orthopedic centers of, of Colorado. So really providing a growth path, capital recruitment um, for practices and, and both doing a partnership model and or um, in many instances, we're considering a potential uh, em employment model to, to work with physicians to kind of meet them where they are if they're transitioning out of um, other kind of employment models. So that's the second. Third is, is patient connections. So how do we connect our specialists to, to patients? And that's through primary care relationships uh, and, and, and working with our primary care groups that uh, they either opt-in or non-opt-in. And the second that I'd love to expand on for a moment is um, our surgical management solutions business. So this business we started uh, last year um, during interesting times in, in 2020. And the, the whole goal of the business is to do what many of us in the industry have done for family and friends, which is we get a phone call from a family and friend. They say, hey, I think I might need a surgery. Do you know a ENT doctor in uh, Michigan, or do you know an orthopedic surgeon in, in Charlotte? And we pick up the phone, we connect those uh, friends or family to uh, a surgeon that we have in our network, and then ultimately they go there, and if they need surgery, 
they have surgery. If they don't, they don't. And if they are appropriate for the ASC, then they, they get sent to an ASC. Um, and so that's the genesis of this surgical management solutions business, which is um, now uh, gone from an idea to working with large self-insured employers all across the country um, to connect um, the employees of these large self-insured uh, employers to the, our surgical alliance, which today includes 410 surgery centers and over 10,000 surgeons, uh, both SEA and non-SEA, to ultimately uh, have a concierge service that gets the patient uh, phone call to one of our care advocates. Our care advocate uh, stays on the phone with our uh, with with the employee. The employee of the large self-insured company says, "Hey, this is where I'm located." We're you know, and then the care advocate ultimately helps get the patient to a physician that's in our alliance that ultimately, if they need surgery, will help them go to a lower cost location. And <clears throat> by way of an example, um, we on all, uh, we recently had a patient, um, and I'll call the patient uh, Amelia in this example. It's an employee of an SMS client. They called and said they had a carpal tunnel issue. Uh, the care advocate worked to get the uh, Amelia into see a doctor in our alliance. The doctor then determined that uh, Amelia needed surgery, took Amelia to the surgery, and ultimately, after a 20-minute procedure, Amelia was discharged, went home, and it saved Amelia $3,500 out of pocket, and it saved the, the large self-insured employer um, multiples of, of that on the procedure being done in a low-cost location. And so that's coming, coming back to surgical management solutions is ultimately patient connections. And then last is it just going back to the value-based care. Um, how do we continue to evolve and iterate um, various payment models to meet um, the market and the surgeon and the health plan where they ultimately are? And that could be through uh, quality payment initiatives that are kind of a, a, a payment for taking a procedure to a lower cost location we have shared savings programs. We've got um, bundle payments, and, and ultimately are, are moving to a point where uh, we, we want to be taking risk for surgical pr procedures. And so um, that's that's kind of where where we are today. And then you know one thing I would add is where we're going is um, earlier this year we brought on uh, Dr. Kat Kathy Grichnik, who is our chief of anesthesiology services to really think about how do we continue to support our surgeons and our partnerships around solutions in, in anesthesia and really kind of helping us to, in the words of Adam Grant, rethink our, our approaches to how we relate to our, our anesthesiologists in, in a way that is you know, value-oriented and, and ultimately, as we succeed together, um, our, our anesthesia partners are ultimately kind of benefiting from that as, as well. Well, thank you so much, Jason, for laying that out. And I really love that specific patient story you shared. Um, hearing hearing stories like that has to be so gratifying for you. It really is. Uh, and I'd say it just, it's been fun to create an innovative business uh, that, that services patients and truly makes an impact on people's lives from a financial and, and clinical perspective. And uh, I've, I've had surgery before uh, prior to my time working at, at SCA and um, if you have had surgery or family or friend have had surgery, it is a time of 
anxiety and wonder and fear of, am I ever going to get back to the level of health I used to have? Or maybe am I going to get to a level of health that I've never experienced? And the, the SMS, Surgical Management Solutions business, really wraps around and helps guide a person through that process in a time of anxiety um, that most people only experience a couple times in their their lives. And so it's not just the financial, it's the relationship, the mental health component of helping people in their moment of need get through something that is scary. Absolutely. Jason, it's been a real pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it and just uh, really appreciate everything that Beckers does for the ASE industry and just the relationship it, it has to um, continue to create awareness of um, health systems, ASE companies, leadership across the country. So thank you for everything that Beckers does on behalf of specialist surgery centers and, and health systems across the country. Absolutely. And on behalf of Beckers, I want to I thank SDA for for sponsoring this episode and giving us an opportunity to engage. Um, You can also tune into more podcasts from Becker's Healthcare by visiting our podcast page. Thank you, everyone.